This is WDW Today. Friday, June 19th. This is episode 1705 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I am not the Grease. We got I'm rid Bart of him, Scott. finally. Yay! Uh, Bart Scott is joining us today. Special guest. Uh, my, Friday. My apologies Friday. already uh, to Swoggle, Dylan Postel, who I know is watching and listening, and is mm-hmm. about to message me saying uh, horrible things to me. That he's not on the show today, but Terry test. He does say horrible things to you. He's like, I hate you, Logan. Uh, You're a terrible human. Sometimes. No, he doesn't say that. Usually he goes, do it. When he's trying to get me to make purchases. Yeah, he, he's an, an enabler. enabler. He's is the, what I call that. The king enabler. But uh, Terry, the way we have the, the studio set up is uh, we have one Skype feed that we can ingest into our system. And the rest of us are here. So Terry, unfortunately, took that. Big, sorry, Swoggle. Uh, <laughs> and I would have come into the studio, but <laughs> I didn't know we were doing this till seven and a half minutes ago. Well, well you did say. Yeah, earlier in, this week, you in, said you couldn't come in. our defense, yeah. you said I can't do in studio this week. So, Oh. I could on Friday, but that's okay. You didn't it's tell us good. that. Yeah, that, there was no qualifier. We're here now. We're together. We're doing a show because Disney's unveiled a lot. Also, I haven't talked to you since I went to Universal Orlando. I can give you a little bit of an idea how that went. Uh, and also, I went to Legoland. I think we talked about that. I went to uh, Gatorland, which was fantastic. And I can kind of give at least a general idea of how those things worked and how this can work. The main difference, though, between that and what Disney has announced is Disney's announced the new reservation system. They've put out all their little promo videos, which are very similar to what they released in uh, Shanghai, or uh, which gave me, or is it Hong Kong? Which one opened first? Whichever, Shanghai. Hong Kong. Hong Kong? Oh, I thought Shanghai. Well, Hong Kong first. opened this week. Oh, no, which one opened first? Shanghai, the one that Shanghai, I watched all the videos. Right? Yeah. That was Shanghai. Shanghai. And they are, it does have an interesting tone. You watch the videos and like the, here's where we're going, a little cartoon person with a mask on, checking your temperature. It's a little bizarre, but you know, I understand they have to do it. I think you're dealing with such a grand scale. But the main concern, I think, for a lot of people, and Terry, uh, I, I've been talking to our friends at Travelmation today even, is what the new reservation system looks like and what does that also mean for ticket sales? Because that has been a big question. Uh, it's been my understanding and my belief and really just my own gut after going to Universal and seeing how limited the crowd is, that if you wanted to buy a ticket to Walt Disney World, sure, it's going to first go to annual pass holders, which they've announced. Uh, it will then roll out what, June 22nd is the first day you're going to be able to make the reservations, then it's going to roll out to people who already have tickets. And at this point, you cannot make a new reservation to visit Walt Disney World until 2021 if you do not already have something on the books, right? Correct, but they're going to be changing that. The verbiage they've used is later this summer. Okay. So you can at least probably assume through the end of August this will be the case. Uh, they've opened up packages though through uh, that start for, or that will open up packages for 2021 this week where you can add tickets to those. Uh, there have been thoughts some people have gotten through to renew their annual passes and have been able to do that. I have not tried that yet. Uh, but yeah, the words are through summer uh, and essentially until they deem it safe. Right. This is a- yeah, I just looked at my Disney experience this morning actually and my my ticket that was set to expire on the 6th of September 
um, is now ex- my my pass is now expiring um, December thirty first. Okay, so it's probably the and easy then, way to do it. Well, Happy New Year. Yeah. Well, I'm I have a gold pass, so I'm blocked out that day anyway. So, um, and then Leslie's pass, who interestingly enough expired, I think the day before closure, now expires on the eleventh of July. Um, which means she could go day one if she really wanted to. If she and, gets up at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. Central, gets through the, the website, which we know has never had any issues. Uh, they're pretty good at that. I, they, like Historically speaking, yeah. Disney always does a really good job of uh, the rollout of right. early morning get in line type things. It's a magical experience. Yeah. Yeah, so my son's uh, annual pass, my wife's annual pass, yeah, got extended through August, and I got extended through September. So theoretically, I could as well. Uh, my girls, sorry, uh, but Not a luck. the truth is we've already had this discussion internally uh, with my family and said that July and August yeah, under the, what was that? Under the current restrictions, um, we would not probably be going uh, just because of after our experience at Universal with the masks for multiple hours there, you can totally do it, but what's going on? I didn't know what I'm, that noise was. I don't know either. I think that was them talking, right? <laughs> It's Bob Iger's. Was Terry talking? Oh, it was Terry talking. Sorry. Uh It sounded like a muffled noise. Uh, But we had already had that discussion internally that we probably are not going to do the very hot months of of July and August uh, because it just seems like it it may not be worth it. Now we're seeing, obviously, the big announcement, too, which was Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party has gotten the axe. But. Yeah, this is weird. Shouldn't they have done that anyways? You said it wasn't very good. Yeah, was, nah. And that's what I was thinking last night. <laughs> Maybe they're just cutting it because it's not a very good event. Sorry. No, they're cutting it because, truthfully, I think that it's a too many people at one time. You also think and, a lot of it is interfacing with people. Yeah, they're already not doing it. character meet and greets. Have so you, you been to food and wine lately? Because there's a few people there, too. And, and they're that, eating and that, slopping on that's themselves. That's the weird right? part. Is then the announcement on top of, hey, we're canceling Halloween and likely canceling Christmas. They didn't use the word likely, but they're like, we're evaluating it. Like, They've already started to at least soften the blow right. that the candlelight processional and Christmas type special events will be gone, um, which kind of goes back to my theory that really Disney World's not opening until 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been saying that kind of for the last internally few months with all of us saying, yeah. I think this is where they're headed. And though they are not, they are technically reopening July 11th, I don't think for a lot of people this is, is what they're looking for for their vacation. It's not easy to go no, at they're, all. They're putting up every roadblock you can. Mm-hmm. Right. Like my. My mom messaged me this morning as soon as this stuff hit the internet, and she was just like, "Did you see this?" And I hadn't yet, so she sent it to me, and I was like, "Okay, give me a." I couldn't really look at it. She I mean, just said everybody and their brother is going to try to go, and I don't know if anybody's going to be able to go. Yeah. Can Will and I still get one of nine a.m. reservations at Ogus? I he, start start <laughs> pounding those outer rims. Yeah. At nine fifteen. I bet you will, and but I also think that looking at free strad vegetables. Way to put that, but. <laughs> When you <laughs> when you look at it as like a, I don't know. When you look at the whole thing as a whole, and seeing all the changes that are happened, Terry, what are they saying about like resorts? Because I know that that's like affected some DVC stuff. Can he not hear us? Terry, are you frozen? Yes, look at him. Let it go, Terry. <laughs> He's, he's into the unknown, my friends. We see he's moving. No, he's not moving. He is no, not he's moving. Look, he's, that's the stillest I've ever seen someone. <laughs> he's really concentrating. There, he oh, is. there we go. Wait. Is, 
Maybe we need to reconnect with Terry. Can we try to yeah, reconnect? Yeah, drop him and dial him again. That was great. Oh, Terry. Somebody. <laughs> if not, he's I'm, moving. He's like. <laughs> not, I'm calling Swoggle. The uh, most frozen yeah. I've ever That's seen a call human. Swoggle. We got a line open. I thought I was I was talking a lot without being interrupted, to be honest. <laughs> you like, I mean, I've done this show for years now. I kind of understand. Well, the grease isn't here, too, uh, so, so that's a big deal. This. Somebody texted me and said they're not even allowing park hopping until 2021. Park hopping has been, yes, there will be no park hopping. I don't know if you said that. I quit listening. At some no, point. I think that's it. Oh, Terry, you there? He's, look at him. <laughs> he is very still. Park hopping. The mannequin challenge. Here's the. I feel like they're fundamentally. I don't know what's happening. There he is. Nope. I feel like they're fundamentally changing the way we've all been trained the last however many years to experience Walt Disney World, yeah. and that mm. it's a lot easier to understand once you see it, and I think it will be once they open. But when you just read this stuff, it comes off as an but overwhelming. I'll, mess. I'll counter that because you're saying it's going to be easier once you see it. The problem is you've already seen it at Universal, and the experience was subpar. It was empty. <laughs> well, here's what I've I've learned. The dream of going to a theme park when it's empty. Uh, Isn't that good? <laughs> is a false dream. Yeah, is a dream a ghost that you, town. <laughs> because these experiences should be made with other people. Mm. When we walk, when there are pictures I have at Universal where you can't see anyone in like a huge open drag. Or you can see two people off in the corner. We did Spider-Man three times in a row. We did seven or eight attractions in a matter of only two or three hours we were at the park. Maybe three or four hours. Um. But I could see that if that capacity went higher, it would actually be very long and excruciating days because the way they have to space out lines. Mm -hmm. And that's my concern going into Walt Disney World as well. I think there will be a rush week one. I talked to, um, I was at the boathouse. I talked to them. They said the first week was crazy, like was just insane. Like, But after that, nobody. Because once, if you, it depends on how often, like like you said, how often are you going to be able to make reservations? What does right. it look like? If there's no hotels, and Terry, maybe you could speak into this, other than the fact that the hotels would be taken up by uh, NBA players, which is great. I think I'm really excited for the NBA. Mm -hmm. uh, what's going on with DVC? Because for you, I feel like uh, this, I know you've been doing the podcast, listen to some of today's episode already. Uh, what is this happening? Because I, I keep getting like little bits of information where people are getting moved to DVC resorts. So... Right now, I can make a reservation starting the 22nd. Um, and last I looked, there was plenty of availability, at least from now till park opening. And then obviously when the parks open, things begin to, to slow down um, as far as availability. But people are, people are at Vero Beach right now. I've seen lots of people posting from there. And then, you know, people are starting to, starting to either get moved. There was a, there was a big kerfluffle with Jumbo at Animal Kingdom Lodge that was on hold for people to be able to book there, which I think the NBA are one of those people that were, were, were looking at, at doing Wide World of Sports. And so, you know, it's it's definitely wide open, but we didn't, DVC members had no idea what ticket and access looked like until this morning with everybody else. There has been very, very little communication. So for you, what does that mean, Terry? Like, what's your, what are you guys going to plan? Because I know there was talks of you guys going early on once it reopened, but are you going to kind of see what happens here or what? I almost got on a plane because I was at the airport this morning, um, and the other person I've been working with all week was on his way to Orlando to meet with to do some recording with Art Smith, and I almost hopped on and did that. But man, look at that name he dropped. Just yeah, the the. Uh, 
just the, even just the way that it looks right now, I'm just not sure. I, I'm. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Well, if you're looking for a place to stay, I have a place with a lot of availability. Uh, as you can imagine, we've taken we've taken quite a bit of a, a little bit of a hit here with uh, recent uh, bookings. I did not hit Logan in the face. And the Airbnb is available. They ain't over yet. A lot. Uh, the next person staying in the Airbnb is in the Airbnb is Matt Lott's family. After that, boom, it's September and then my wife comes back. So you know what? If you're going for uh just want to have a great vacation, we're uh we've got some openings. I'm doing right now some some fixes up. You know, we were down there a couple weeks ago, so I, I'm having some things fixed up. So mm -hmm. it's ready for you and your family. So Appreciate we'll be reopening first of July though for people. Gotcha. Um but Dude, I'm, I'm ready. I'll go. I'm gonna look up squatters' rights and get in the car and go. Matlock's gonna lay claim to the Airbnb. I live here now. I'm a resident. Did he come back yet? No. Yeah. yeah. I think after you, it's a good. I think we have somebody at the very end of July after you. Man. So it's been a light season for us. So yeah. Airbnb.com and make sure you click contact because guess what? I will give you a great rate. Uh, way better <laughs> than advertised. A roll of Clorox wipes. Yeah, you day hey, there's toilet paper in each bathroom. That's so right. you know that's a pretty good plus. Uh Terry, I yeah, I'm curious how how you'd experience it because um going with to Walt Disney World with you, knowing that uh like the resorts are closed, restaurants are limited uh, and you're not unlike us, my family, which is the parks are a big part of it, but we also go to all the different restaurants and it's the sit down dining experiences are just as, uh, they're probably as important to us as making sure we get a fast pass for X ride. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just the thought of not being able to go and go experience, I mean, basically the way that I understand the rules and if someone's seen differently, like right resorts open if i wanted to go to poly and go to trader sam's that wasn't an option yeah um, and it, i'm seeing that all of the almost all of the vip or all of the tours are all canceled um that's super interesting because that kind of seems like the one thing that could actually kind of get you away from the crowds is to he's breaking up but here's what i will tell you i still don't think with this reservation system after week one you're gonna have to worry about getting away from the crowds because mm -hmm. if there's anything i learned in my trip no to uh the orlando area crowds are not the concern right now yeah the concern is handling the capacity and handling to me or handling the experience mm -hmm. like i said universal empty very weird Here, here's also a question the are masks. they um giving any sort of a forecast if like room rates will be lower because you're not going to necessarily be able to use the amenities of the resorts that's true so well, pools and stuff will be open when they theoretically open. Yeah, okay. Because they've said you only but will not be able. To so DVC, if if you were to book a DVC or DVC member, and you can book uh, the twenty second or whatever, like Terry was saying, uh, you'll be able to go use the pool. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, they're saying pools are open. Yeah, okay, pools are open. Well, I'm At just thinking resort, about even like you how won't neighborhood have to wear... pools are, like all the restrictions and everything. They're putting on this. I just feel like you're much like the parks. You're you're going to lose the resort experience. You're going to probably have to have masks in all common areas. Yeah, they um, said masks only not swimming or not eating. So mm -hmm. then also like you're not just going to be able to saunter into like Terry said Trader Sam's 
What's the transportation going to look like? Like all the amenities of resorting at Disney. Yeah, that's going... a good Are the buses going to be running? Between... I think that's a big question. The big that's question big. is transportation. I think monorails. I don't think the, the monorail buses... has ever been seen as like the cleanest thing to get on. Oh, yeah. No, it's, that's where I'm constantly right. yelling at my kids. Don't touch. Don't, right. don't, don't, don't touch. Right. Yeah. So that goes back to my point, though. Like if they're. I mean, if that becomes even just inconvenient because they're like one family per car, you know, like what are they well, going to do? I mean, honestly, is, your best opportunity option is the, the, the frigging Skyliner because they can just say, okay, yep. one group per car. Yeah, yeah it's still not. Because that we, doesn't go everywhere. Yeah, it's not clean, theoretically. Yeah, well, I don't know if they wipe. I'm sure they would wipe them down between. I mean, Universal well, yeah, constantly moving. It, yeah, it's constantly moving. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Somebody has to hop on and clean it till you the next You could do stop. that. Here, at Legoland, it seemed like every two hours they made them clean the rides. But that's the other question, though. Is the touch surface a deal anymore? Are, are they concerned about that as much as just being in? Because as we've seen, CDC has more said that you're you're yeah. the biggest danger of catching it is being in close contact with for extended other. periods of time with people, mm-hmm. not the touching of surfaces. While it yeah. theoretically could, that's not what they. That's not the main way to transmit yeah. it. So. Would something like Skyliner, where they're well, that's like they're able to like airflow, too, right? and they're trying to distance True. you if they can keep it going. Like, is that going to still be considered safe or yeah mode of transportation? You know, it would be nice, and I know this is just silly. Uh, this is this is communist thinking. If maybe they would just reduce the price of the minivans for a little while or something during this. Does that I mean that's one option. At least one family getting in and Tommy over here. I know it's never going to happen. See, I don't know, because I st- I, I'm an Uber person, and I haven't Ubered yet. I haven't either. And it kind of, I don't know. That being said, though. That's close quarters with somebody. Those things yeah. are, well, but no. Assume those people have been tested. But that's like a lot of the places are, it, sure, right. That's I, I see what you mean by the person that's driving. Yeah. That's, um, These aren't driverless Ubers yet. Yeah. like no. I know a lot of places that yet. Uber <laughs> is, and taxis, um, you, they, they're they saying you can't be with, like, you can't ride share with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, well, let me ask you this. Never mind. What? <laughs> They're minivan. We have there. a new grease over there. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot about that. Okay, well, let me ask you this. <laughs> Is this your first time in a minivan? Uh, just out of curiosity. Just out of curiosity. Oh, that's what he said. Okay, you, just you out of curiosity. Is anyone around here had a fever? <laughs> Are you kidding? Uh, okay, uh, just out of curiosity. Are you positive for coronavirus? Have you been tested for coronavirus? <laughs> let me sing you a song. Terry, well, because I, I know it's hard to when you're not in this room. I just want you to have your voice too. Uh, how do you? How are you feeling in general about this? Because I, again, can give you the rundown. But I think everyone's kind of seen what Universal's like. The main thing I will tell you, and this was my my main big tip for Universal, was this. And I don't know if it applied to Disney, which is the only times I really felt like the mask became really prohibitive, and that was the not in July and August heat was long distances. I know that sounds like, of course, Logan. But what I'm saying is, like, if you're going attraction to attraction to attraction to attraction, not that big of a deal. You're walking out for a little while, you're getting in line, you're in air conditioning a lot of times, virtual queues and all that. But when we did long walks, not even time, like, we could walk around Disney Springs and be fine, but when we walked from World of Disney to the car, and I will say, when we walked from E.T. to Margaritaville, which is a, quite a walk, mm. that is where... it it catches up with you mm-hmm. where you start being like, okay, take a break. Now with universal, if you had a drink in your hand, and this is not like a hack or anything or something I'm encouraging, but if you had a drink, uh, you were able to take your mask off. 
to enjoy your beverage. So I honestly did that out of precaution. Like my son, before we walked from the gates of Islands of Adventure, we were in Seuss Landing all the way to Universal Studios, Florida, knowing that was going to be a long walk for him. I bought him a gigantic icy and was like, here you go. Take your mask off, do this, and we're going to make this walk while you're mm-hmm. keeping yourself hydrated. You are saying that as though it's not a hack or not a whatever workaround, but it is, though. Yeah. Like, it that is. It's still kind of not within the spirit of the rules. Right. Because the spirit of the rules. But I don't know if he would have made going, it without a beverage. It was something I, no, to drink. I get, but I'm saying I that also reiterates your point <laughs> is that you found a way to a, a workaround to make it um, doable. But at the same time, then you're covering more ground with more non-covered mask i feel like that kind of it that they will start you were fine because there weren't a ton of people in the park but if everyone starts doing that they'll crack down on it and they'll say that rule doesn't apply anymore Mm. because then everyone's walking past each other for long distances with no mask on yeah i saw very few people without masks but i also saw very few people Mm. i mean i feel like at some point there unless there's a major turnaround that they're either gonna have to say this isn't even worth it, which that's I'm, I guess that's a, is there a point where like Universal's already been open for what two weeks, two or three weeks, yeah. If it continues like this and we don't have you know an, a, almost an antidote, whatever, a vaccine or whatever, do they just say you know what, forget it, this was a mistake and to reopen? Yeah, because it's costing them money to be open, and if they're not getting people in there, they got to go through all this. When I, I was know. looking around, it made me feel like. I don't know what the right be, answer is. Like, I don't know where they're obviously how much I mean, tickets they have to sell and all that to equal. But the visual told me they're not making money. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when uh, the CEO of Disney was on CNBC and they were talking about the opening capacity. short staff capacity, that question was asked of him. Like, that's not you're not revenue positive at that point. You're 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 hemorrhaging more money at that point yeah. than if you're just closed. Is that sustainable? And he he dodged it. He dodged it by saying, our goal is not to remain at this level, which is, it It, it answers the question. No, hmm. you're losing more money than you're taking in, but you're trying to ramp back up. And You need people to see that people are going to then get more people comfortable right. with and going. and so Universal, no, of course, they're, they're losing more money now than they were when closed. they were closed. That's you, just a fact. Do you guys feel like Universal, and you would know better than me, do you feel like Universal has the, the fan base that's as committed as Disney, because like my wife and I were talking, it just seems like Disney World has die hard. If it's, it's definitely open, smaller. I'm going. I don't care. You know, we see a lot of that in our group. I just wonder if is that situation comparable? I think that the Disney Based fans are co- more die hard, but I feel like they're also more persnickety about their parking. Yes, yes. yes. And they, they are. And I'd say probably for sure. Based on yeah. capacity, yeah, it's probably similar. So, like, per capita, yeah, in, in a weird way to say it, yes, there are hardcore fans. That's why the first day that they did annual pass holders for only people to go, the lines were crazy. It was packed. People were freaking out, thinking mm-hmm. this was not going to work. Day two, Gone. it cratered. I just wondered because, yes, Disney fans are more persnickety, but they're also very consistent about – it's like they're complaining so much or praising so much because they're constantly there. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I just wonder if it. If it's I'm conflicted be, on that. Yeah, it's I'm like what you and I said uh, on Scare Zone the other day about, like I said, there's is I love movies and I love going to the movies, but there is nothing on the slate right now that would probably get me in a movie theater at the moment, especially a movie theater with other people. 
And I kind of feel like right now I'm not hearing anything as much as I love Disney that would make me go back and deal with all this. I mean, unless they promise me like we'll get you, we'll get you into Galaxy's Edge and onto Rise of the Resistance right away, you know, and into Ogus or whatever, as long as you promise to come. But otherwise, there's nothing. Whereas at least Universal, as of right now, has that one event that I'm willing to deal with the nonsense for. Yeah. Halloween it still happens. happens. Yeah. 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 And I think that that Otherwise, yesterday's. I ain't going anywhere for a while. Yeah. I think yesterday's announcement of uh, the not so scary Halloween party definitely puts. Uh, oh. it, not that it they're connected, but at least you're going, it's a similar type. Yeah. I mean, experience. I think everybody was on the same wave. Nobody's even saying they're just like, well, that's not a good sign. It was like no. everybody was tweeting. Yeah. But and Terry, we know what they meant. I want to let you talk. Yeah, I mean the one the one thing I have to think about is always that walk, and you and I have talked about this before, Logan, is the walk from the parking lot in Animal Kingdom or the buses stop at Animal Kingdom into the parks, through the gates, um, in through to like the safari. I mean that that walk with a mask is if it's a hundred degrees outside, I I don't even see how it's possible. I mean the thought of that just seems it would be tough. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's just the whole. It's all very interesting. I think they're just there's so much to figure out for them right now. I mean, obviously Disney's a much better, a much different situation than Universal is as far as size. Absolutely. I mean, Disney has thirty six thousand hotel rooms. Universal has nine thousand. Um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what they learn from Universal over the next, you know, three weeks before they open or two or three weeks before they open. Um, you know, I mean, I've seen tons of pictures, um, you know, even from our travel mission friend, Tim Elrod, you know, in Diagon Alley with literally alone, like yeah. the only time, the only time I've experienced that is like on a late night event in the parks, like at midnight after something, you know, like, right. And so I just don't see, I don't know how long they can sustain this. Although I do think there's a lot. I think you're going to see that initial week at Disney of people really wanting to be there. There's a lot of demand. I mean, for the most part, DVC is sold out then. Yeah, I it'll think be so. interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see just how, how much the demand is and what happens. And if people can handle the experience, because, you know, as you said earlier, when I was breaking up that, you know, not the ability to not be able to hop the ability, you know, to not know if you could go have, a Dole Whip at the Polynesian or, you know, be able to go see something. And some of these hotels are going to be completely um, blocked off. In fact, last night I was kind of thumbing through some of like the NBA rules. I don't know if anybody's done that, but it is crazy. The stipulations and the processes and the systems and kind of the way the NBA bubble is working when they're on property. I haven't looked into that. I know that I saw some Orlando magic players mad that they have to stay on property. Yeah. They can't stay at their and own houses. A, they set up an anonymous, basically, narc line that the players can narc on each other if they can't see him, like, breaking Break the, the rules. rules. Like, let's not go. Like, oh, yeah, I saw LeBron. <laughs> he was out after curfew drinking. <laughs> Suspend him, please. There's, uh, a like, a 90-page document that goes through it all. Yeah. It's crazy. It, here's, it's here's it's the on the internet. too, though. You're, you brought up that, you know, DVC's sold out right now. Um, and, and this is just partially, we've always said like Disney doesn't necessarily handle the rollout of 
their messaging with these things very well. And I know that a lot of it is like they're learning as they're going and they're, they are just coming up with this stuff. But the fact that you keep getting these releases that is like, just bad news. Like yeah. it's just yeah. continual. Like, bad news sometimes multiple and, times in a day. Yeah, like right. we're recording this. It's, it's like, been two not, today. They're not it's, doing it well <laughs> messaging wise that twenty it's magical like, come reasons on, guys. not like, to come to Are, are <laughs> people gonna start <laughs> those, <laughs> those DVC reservations? Are they people obviously are jumping on them as they can, but are they people gonna start canceling? Or like I'm not gonna go because it's like every day I'm getting piled on with more and these are people that are following these releases. Is it going to, is their messaging going to work against them where they're trying to be transparent, they're trying to be honest, but they're just doing it almost, it seems like such a news dump. Every day you're getting something negative and nothing positive yeah. that you're just going to, yeah. people I, are going to be scared off. I think from the that. problem is the positives are negatives. Mm. Like right. in the grand, well, that's in fair. The grand to them, they're things. saying we're, we're reopening. Here's what you're going to have to do. And then everyone right. watches it and go, I'm very confused and I don't know what you're talking about. All I heard was this restriction, this restriction, this restriction, this cancellation, how not so scary closed. That And like you start, the good part of the news, you start to filter out. Right. Because you're mm-hmm. trying to understand. And I, and I texted our buddy, they said, Tim Elrod from Travelmation. I was like, help me understand the ticket situation. And his answer to me was essentially what a lot of people were saying, which was until they feel like they can open up tickets, they're not opening up tickets. And that's undefined, undetermined. And really all they're saying is 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for a lot of people, look, I encourage you, if you want to go, absolutely go. I had an incredible day at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. We had a blast, an absolute blast. We had Margaritaville. We did all my favorite rides. The kit girls went to Volcano Bay. It was a blast. Legoland, fantastic. Gatorland, incredible. But it is a totally different experience than Walt Disney World. Which is, again, they've marketed to us for so many years that it's more than just those four parks. It's the parks and all of the restaurants and all of the dining and the characters and all that. Welcome home. It's not just going on Spider-Man three times. Right. Universal, it kind of is just going on Spider-Man. You know, it's there are experiences out in the parks and they had characters out. Look, I think that's odd, too. Disney's like, no characters. Universal figured out a way to do it and it was kind of fun. Uh, you know, they had yeah. characters around. Now, the Stormtroopers at Disney Springs, that was a great little touch. They did stuff, though, where, though I thought it would be weird, my son still technically got to talk to Shrek or to, to Bumblebee or to these characters, uh, even if they were maybe a little bit further back and they didn't physically touch. There was still a little bit of that joy and excitement, and I hope Disney figures out a way to do it. It's not just like they're behind a fence. They did it kind of fun. Like, they figured out ways to incorporate the stages. A lot of them are on stages, and I think that kind of is cool, too. So the trolls would be up on a stage. The Scooby-Doo gang would be up on a stage. Uh, There are ways to still bring a little bit of that touch to it, Um, but I don't know because it's so hard. It's so much harder for me to sell people or sell myself on going to a Walt Disney World with limited capacity for parks and that really being it Mm. because it's just such a – it's a big part of what we do, but it certainly is not all we do. It's tough. And look, I'm telling you, look, I should be the one who's selling you on this major league. Well, and that and was kind of the other thing I was afraid of months ago at this point where I said, Disney is about the magic, not about going to the theme park. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and when the magic is taken out of it, mm-hmm. Disney isn't Disney. So I will give you kind of my, I'll give you a positive and a negative from like my perspective of what I'm kind of seeing on Twitter and what I'm seeing in my Facebook feed 
Yesterday alone, I counted 13 friends who canceled their Halloween time, their fall Disney trips. They just said, canceled, I'm done. On the flip side, I have seen probably 40 people who've gone to Universal, over half of them who have never been before or never been regularly, who've become pass holders, who are ready to go back immediately, who all had amazing experiences, many stayed in the resorts. And so, you know, we talked about this week on on top of the world that, you know, I think I think Universal more now more than ever has a chance to, you know, maybe get a little more of that market share that Disney has kind of owned for a long time. And if if and if they continue growing and developing and, you know, finding a way to keep the parks magical, Orlando could get very interesting. That being said, but Logan also said that it was empty. Yeah. So it's like they may be it's the only option right now. And those diehard theme park fans that, that, you know, that were to some degree, uh, attracted to it. Uh, that's not going to like move the needle long-term I feel like. And those people well, will probably go back to Disney once everything is normal. Yeah, and we debated club. getting a universal annual pass. And I'll be honest, I haven't been a universal annual pass holder for many, many years. The last time was pre-kids because mm-hmm. uh, right now I typically only go to universal during Halloween Horror Nights. Like that's my, that's when, that's why I haven't experienced till this time, the Jimmy Fallon or Fast and Furious rides. Mm-hmm. They were not open at Horror Nights those years, last few years. So I've never gone until this trip. Which I'd say both of them I really enjoyed and had a lot of fun on. Did you go into Diagon Alley or any of the Harry mm-hmm. Potter? Because Jeffrey Martin asked an interesting question in this kind of just Diagon Alley. I didn't go to. Did Potter. you see if were they doing the wand thing in the in the shop in Ollivanders where they do? So that really weird. Ollivanders. Ollivanders. They say it in the movie. You know, they do the wand show where they pick somebody. Yeah. Did I you didn't see it because he Jeffrey Martin asked a good question. Do you think they'll do either the droid or the lightsaber building in? Galaxy's Edge rolls. Have they addressed that? It's an extra two hundred dollars. They will. They will. You think they'll do it. Do they'll it. find yeah. a way <laughs> and just maybe have three or four people at a time instead yeah. of whatever it is. Diagon Alley. There's a lot of was, touching and things. Was was completely empty with the droid and lightsaber thing though. They could, it's probably easier to social distance by like only opening up That's, certain yeah. pods. Four pods. Maybe like yeah. every but couple. Whereas pods, at the wand selection, it's always it's like people crammed in. They're a room. crammed in that little so shop. So I feel yeah. like the. Disney's process for that actually is better is suited for this to be able to open it rather. And then, like, you can clean in between, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's <laughs> good philosophy. Clean um, in between. When we, and actually, like, I'm thinking about Ogas, that gets pretty tight in there, too. Like, oh, for sure. Really yeah, get packed we in were, there. We were pretty crammed next to yeah. each other and, and others. And we were at the, the very end time. of the bar, too. And right. here's what I have to say about that. That's where things start concerning me over you're going to go. There's going to be no one there, but the weights are going to be crazy. Because that's what I learned at Universal is the way they have it set up where you walk six feet, hold, six feet, hold, six feet, hold. Yeah, yeah. If there's no one in line, great. Spider-Man, when there was legit no one in line, we walked right up the switchbacks. They Purell'd every person as you were getting on the ride. So I Purell'd 15 times. I mean, no joke. Mm-hmm. Within three hours. Because you can't do it without getting on the ride. Got no problem with it. Just telling you how it goes. Mm-hmm. And I did probably another. I bought one and had one also. So it was like we'd get off the ride and I'd do it. Uh, because there is something about like you're still holding a bar. Yeah. And there's still a lot of touching. You're putting glasses on your face. A little, there's some of those things you, you have to go, okay, just forget it. And you're wearing a mask while you're on Spider Man, mm-hmm. uh, which I heard Dave Adams slandering the Spider Man ride, which what? is what? absurd. What? What? Uh, on yeah. your top of the world, I sent him Dave a text Adams and said, knows Dave nothing. Adams, you 
I don't understand. He goes, it's just a screen ride. And I was like, well, then you haven't written it. What happened there, Terry? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Matt Lott, would you be interested in being my new co-host on Top of the World? <laughs> <laughs> Only if every episode was about the Spider-Man ride. <laughs> I, I, th- I would consider it because that, I, in my opinion, is still one of the greatest yeah, that's a great attractions ride. in that's Central Florida. Yeah. yeah, him not getting the Spider-Man ride, I was just like, I, what? I mean, he's an Alabama fan. Let's be it's true. Yeah. Those are true things, true statements. But ET, for example, uh, about thirty people in front of us, I'd say. Now they had two. Um, they have none of the pre-shows open. So you walk, but anyway, you get the switchbacks outside and you walk your way through it. Now, Express Pass was open, though, uh, but we didn't have it because we didn't need it because it has been $180. The, not that this <laughs> is a good irony, but the irony of how much money has been spent on lines and pre-shows uh-huh. over the past 10 years now. Um, and now they're just like, nah, just go uh, straight through. Well, Fast and Furious has two pre-shows with live actors. They were open. They were doing them. Well, that's what I was wondering and about. Awful. You couldn't really. <laughs> I was wondering about how they would, how they're gonna do. Right. That's what it was like. <laughs> it was just like it was bizarre. Like they Go need to adjust. They need to adjust the scripts to like re- talk yeah. about the mask or something because it was it was hard to hear. Uh, and they even opened up a new attraction think this week. About Rise of the Resistance. Born Identity. When you, Born Stunt Show. When that's you not do... get carried away with that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're doing the Rise of the Resistance. There's and all you those. Have I didn't the, think about that. The Empire at Masks. Half the ride. Oh, no. Right. I forgot about the fact that the Empire. No, I thought about that yesterday. I'm like, that half the ride is the is the Not the Empire. Leading, the First Order. Is leading up to getting in the vehicle. Sure. Now I'm depressed. The First Order and the and the rebellion or the resistance in Masks doesn't exactly <laughs> feel in universe. <laughs> the Rona made it all the way up to that unless Star they Destroyer. Did a, huh? Yeah, at least they do a good job yeah. without... On the streets of Batu, I could yeah. you could come up with cool masks. Mm-hmm. Well, good news is that I don't believe that the Rona can survive in the Pandoran atmosphere, so you're fine to go to oh go to Pandora. This is a concern. Now I am deeply depressed. Thank you, Will. Uh, These are things that keep me up at night. You know what? I think about this, and I'm just like, this is so sad. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That is going to be weird. But but you also just said people walking around wearing masks. No, they're not having people wandering around. In in Oh, sure, no characters. Right. So, well, I mean, the it, even, entire, even the person in the entire no experience in is going to not be good. Here's what I There's say no about Disney e- magic, and they here. took it away from us. Here's what I said about ET 30 people in front of us. That ride is not super high capacity, but it's pretty quick moving. It took over a half an hour for us to do that ride mm-hmm. line. And mm-hmm. most of the attractions, other than Fast and Furious, which broke down, um, was were immediate because they had to separate so many people you practically got your own bike or your whole own ride vehicle wow. they put someone on the front row and on the back row so 30 groups took a minute a person at Man. least you know so it was not a so what you're saying is rides from 30 years ago we're not ready for this are, are, <laughs> are or they're the only ones that are going to survive because if you're talking about compared to the new rides that are half of it has to do with live actors yeah. and all mm-hmm. this. Yeah, when I was on the party bus in uh, <laughs> the Fast and Furious, I did think like I'm the only person on this party this bus. The one man this party. Is not, a party. not a lot of party. No. On this it was bus. just Riker you and know, I had our own party bus. And then Riker was like, "Where are the ladies at?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> You're like, "How do you know about like, party bus?" Like the cut of that kid's jib, though. Where are the ladies at? Yeah, there was. Uh, there's a weird part in that ride where you just pull up on party goers and it's just women in very little clothing dancing in their life-size holograms. And I was like, this is an odd 
choice. And then the FBI breaks it up. <laughs> like, that's how the ride kicks off. And then at the end, like, we're still going to the party. And then you pull in, and there's no one out there. And I think usually there is some kind of party. Oh, gotcha. And was like, where's the party? I thought there was a party. Yeah, hey, there was a party. Yeah, where's the ladies? Yeah. Where's the party yeah. at? The weirdest thing you told me is that they shut off the water features in E.T. Yes, Not- so though Volcano Bay is open... Water features in the ride. Same with Hydro Man when he punches the right. spritzer. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a fog effect. Now, they still have the big giant cryo cannon things that explode into your car in Fast and Furious and fill it with smoke. So loud, happens multiple times. But the water feature in ET, where just you fly to his home planet and it's just like shooting little like yeah. mountains off. So Aww. it's just ET's planet, just full of. Pools of water. In I'm their tank. defense, they uh, could just be broken. It could be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And ET, you know how many times I've written just that ride out. that broken. things haven't been working? Yeah. <laughs> and ET doesn't say your name because they don't yeah. want to give you the card. Oh. Uh, so now they just, he just goes, thank you, friends. And you can hear the weird, like, wave file just cut off hard. Thank you, friends. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think, are there any Disney rides that would have, to, if that's the case, that they would be shutting the water features off? Uh, I mean, the 3D shows, like your, your, uh, uh, Phil Her Magic. Oh yeah, and uh, Muppet Vision. Muppet Vision, tough to be a bug. Uh, Maybe this can be the one that gets rid of tough to be a bug. This will be it. This is the final. Why does like, everyone get rid of tough to be a bug officer? You're like the second just, person this I week. I just had a crazy experience with it. Uh, I do not like it. everyone. You're bugs. like the second person. Okay, so two people. Well, somebody told me they wanted to replace it with an Ant Man attraction. Which that sounds like you may have just been talking. It, it wasn't yeah, Matt Lott. I know that's weird, but it wasn't the Matt Lott. I'm down for that. Yeah, uh, uh, but they probably can't. Anyway. Probably can't. But um, tough to be a bug. Hey, maybe the camel won't be able to spit in Magic Kingdom though. Tough to be Ant Man. Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, so positives. There are no, positives. No, no spitting spit camel. camels. I wonder if they're having a decent influx of cash from the NBA thing, and. I, I wonder if I mean it's not enough. Of course, it's not enough. But I wonder if this will be a way to hopefully keep construction going on new rides, and then maybe if things work out in 2021, it can be. I mean, it won't be what they wanted it to be, you know, when they come back. But maybe some progress can be made yeah. to where next year things can get back to normal, and it'll be even better. I just got an email from Disney as we're on the air here. Uh, to existing somebody thought of something else we didn't talk about for existing ticket holders you want me, should i read it yeah go yes. for it okay hold on you will never be allowed on property again we continue to keep the health and well-being of our cast guests and communities top mind top of mind so as we take measures measured approach to reopen our theme parks we'll manage attendance through our new uh disney park park pass system disney park pass system this new theme park reservation system on Disney.world.com will require all guests to make advanced reservations for theme park entry. And in order to make your reservations, you will need a My Disney Experience account and a valid theme park ticket link to it. If you haven't already, be sure to link your resort reservation to your My Disney Experience account as well. Then it has big be among the first. Since you're an existing ticket holder with Disney Resort or other select hotel reservations, we're giving you access to the Disney Park Pass system beginning June 22nd. Simply log on to your My Disney Experience account and check for the date and theme park you wish to visit. To enter a theme park, both a reservation and valid ticket or annual pass for admission to the same park on the same date are required. If you make separate reservations for each day you plan to visit, or you must make separate, uh, you must make a separate reservation for each day you plan to visit, even with a multi-day ticket. Please note the reservations are limited in capacity, subject to availability, and are not guaranteed until confirmed. Please remember to check the Disney Park Pass system once available from time to time as theme park reservation availability can change. 
a phased reopening. As a reminder, Magic Kingdom Park and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park are being scheduled to open on July 11th, followed by Epcot and Disney Hollywood Studios on July 15th. Ticket options. Upon reopening, select ticket options such as park hopper option will no longer or will not be available. Click here for details. We know your next visit will be different, but together we can find new ways to enjoy magical moments and create memories to last a lifetime. Before you arrive, please check out some of these know before you go online or call your travel professional to learn more. See you real soon. Ugh. I don't even know don't, what don't, half of that meant. I think that's exactly the problem. It's <laughs> just you're not yeah. going to Disney. It's just word vomit. Going to Disney this year. Yeah. It's just word vomit, and I think yes. that's the problem I have with it too. It's just like what when you're done reading it, you just sit there and go. What? Okay. Yeah. And it's something that we started this year saying 20 magical reasons. There's so much more. And now <laughs> I can't even think of 20. Um, we mm. haven't talked about the other big story yet. The the magic band thing. That's right. Let's wrap up with this. Then that'll be a good way to wrap the show up okay. today. Uh, let's before we talk about the magic bands, let's uh, give a little little plug to our friends at Travelmation. Terry, tell us about Travelmation and what they're doing for you. I tell you what they're doing for you is they're making it possible to not lose your mind to go to walt disney world true very true because if you're going and you have a travelmation travel agent to take care of all of this hassle to get up with their abacus at seven in the morning and make all your reservations for you so you don't have to worry about it um it's the best money you'll ever spend and it doesn't cost you anymore so if you've been one of those people that's been like man we plan our own trips we're real disney fans now's a good time to say you know what I'm going to give my friends over at Travelmation a call. You can go to travelmation.net slash WDW today and let them know that we sent you. Because now's the time to do it. Absolutely. Again, travelmation.net slash WDW today. They know how to read emails like the one you just received. And we, there's there's another update as well. <laughs> there's another. Wait, they just sent another email? This was not an email. This was someone found it, and they just updated the ticket cancellation and extension, extension information. Here's a new one. Partially used multi-day theme park tickets with a usage window impacted by park closure or date-specific theme park tickets purchased through June 6, 2020 with a valid use period beginning March 12, 2020 or later will automatically be extended to use any day through September 26, 2021. If you're unable to visit by September 26, 2021, you'll be able to apply the value of a wholly unused ticket toward the purchase of a ticket for a future date. Florida resident Discovery Disney tickets may be used through September 30th, 2020. And at this time, guests will only be able to visit one park per day. If you have a ticket that includes park hopper option, we have several options for you. Ticket extension. You may use your current ticket-based ticket by your current date-based ticket by September 26, 2021, with existing add-on options should the options return by that day. Ticket modifications. Resort packages with tickets may be modified or canceled. Discuss your options. Just call. Ticket cancellation. If you don't want to use your ticket, you have the option of canceling your ticket or package. To discuss your options, please call the reservation center. Um, can we do a, a moment of silence for our good friends that are developers for Disney? Because I feel like the amount of workload that's being thrown to anyone who's uh, – building the apps and things for online reservations have mm-hmm. the hardest time right now to try to make sure they include all the right things for when you click reserve that mm-hmm. you are actually going to be covered under this. It's, this it's, has always been, been a bit of the problem with Disney, which is there's too many people having too many legalese to where it's very hard to understand. Mm-hmm. It becomes yeah, overwhelming yeah. to read. And that's always been a problem, Terry. It's been a, a thing. We, we dealt with it when we've worked with Disney. I love working with them. We had a great time. But the specifications of which you had to go through to just put like a, we're doing the giveaway on the website, 
in, I mean, they went through with a fine tooth comb. If there was an and missing or a period or a comma, you know, it was a deal. And we had to read, it was, there is a lot of people checking a lot of things. And I understand you're a huge company. You should be doing that. Mm-hmm. But it becomes very hard to then almost, it's almost like someone in IT trying to explain something, like you said, to a right. a person who just uses your iPhone and doesn't even know how, it, you know, I don't know how this works, but it works. Yeah, I, I just, it's so weird to me that I feel like other than a little glitch with the opening, that Universal just had total clarity, complete plan. Everybody, you know, other than those first couple of days, which you expect anywhere you go in the first in the beginning. Sure. But you know, it just feels like for Disney, it it, it just you. I, I kind of feel like, honestly, does anybody know what's happening? Because I, you know, we're people who figure this out all the time, and it just it makes it just really hard to know what's going on and. You know, you keep you, we keep asking each other, you gonna go, you gonna not go, and it's like maybe I, I think I don't know. You know, I'm like Bart looking for you know his 20 magical reasons. It's like, well, I could come up with like three, maybe. Well, let's. I really want to. I want a Dole Whip. You know, like. <laughs> let's move on to a pretty darn interesting topic point, point. and that was also this one's an, super interesting. Also announced this morning, and my wife said, of course, as soon as she gets on the trend of collecting these, uh, this happens. What it sounds like, and this may be overblowing it, but the Magic Band um, concept is going to be phased out over the course of probably a few years. But in the almost immediate, you are no longer going to be receiving Magic Bands with your reservations. So if you make a booking, January first, start January first. If you're booking a reservation, you're no longer given a complimentary Magic Band. And what they're saying is the new reservation system and the new Fast Pass uh, stanchions and everything. Uh, is all going to be accessible through your phone and through the app. So no longer needing the Magic Band, which I think opens up a whole different can of worms too with kids and with, I mean, I, I've i I've come along to the Magic Band or at least the card uh, scenario. Um, I guess it's probably a budgetary cut issue as well with the Magic Bands physically. I don't know if it's maybe as much of just it being another physical item that like, yes, you're not like, touching but you're, you're touching and touching you're touching it too. I, I that's where my mind went immediately but just think about the investment they put into that yeah oh, all the Across, infrastructure they put in all but those also, stupid readers like, what i liked about the fail safe of it is uh your phone dies yeah. daily yeah. if, right. if yeah. you're at a park especially your phone's probably yeah. gonna die yeah. or for you you don't take your phone yeah i left it in the hotel room most of the time last time just had my band i yeah. love that is that's this great is this, now you can yeah. is this preparation for the hidden mickey chip that we're all going to get you get that with the, the magic vaccine. Chip. Right. With the yeah. va- fine. And then, you, then well, they'll put out a very confusing <laughs> press thing, and it'll say, hey, did you get the vaccine? Guess what else you got? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know Make it. Starting June 26th, <laughs> we activate a chip inside of you. Right. Yeah. It's like the Borg, yeah. but more fun. <laughs> like I mean, the they Borg, didn't even... But with rides. It didn't even last a decade. <laughs> Disney World, it's like the Borg, but with rides. <laughs> Used to be. I'm just surprised because it seems like, and I mean, obviously I haven't seen their quarterly reports, but it seems like they make a lot of money selling Magic Bands, too. Yeah, my well, wife see, collects I, them. Yeah, a lot of people do, and they're not cheap. No. So I, I, I think there may be another reason, huh. because it sounds like you're going to, st- they've made it very, very clear that you're still going to be able to sell them, buy them. They made it very clear that they're going to, exp- they said even, I don't know if expand the collection is the right term, but they're coming out with a lot of new offerings. I, I think what this might actually be Microchips. more of a response to 
is if you look at the average Disney fan that goes multiple times, you have so many of them that when they built my Disney experience out, the app only has a certain number of like the database on the back end only has a certain number of holes. And every time they give you one of those, it stays with your account forever. You can never d- delete it. So people are starting to get people who go. Oh, I, think five about times. A do- I think I have about a dozen fast or uh, uh, them linked to my account. Magic, Magic bands. Yep. Oh yeah. I, we made a reef around our upstairs Christmas tree yeah. with mm-hmm. magic. Bands, one of those people. like a, a garlands, mm-hmm. you know, so humble, brag. you know, we had a ton of them. I mean, because if you do a split stay, which we do frequently, you know, we come home if we go, you know, four times a year ever since they've had the magic bands, you know, those start to add up. Yeah. And it becomes yeah. uh, you're all right. There was sort of like that flaw in the system where it, you were always getting handed new ones and it wasn't. So they can't connected. fix the glitch. They yeah. just you get by they're just discontinuing the whole thing. Yeah. They're just like, hey, you, you know, can what? delete you, them. You can deactivate said you cannot delete them. No, you can. You can delete them. You can deactivate them. I mean, what do you, you think? Can honestly, them. But it's a, a hassle. What do you think it costs them to make magic bands? A nickel? Pennies. Right, yeah. It's an RFID chip. I know that was a very capitalistic thing to say, but what do you think it costs them to no, make they have. Magic? I mean, they yeah. probably have a billion of them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> maybe now, maybe also, I wonder if this is it, because, you know, you can't, if you're not staying on property, you can't use it for purchases. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if now, because it's your phone, it's Apple Pay or whatever, you can you can do everything with your phone. See, I The thing that I always saw about magic bands being ingenious is i think it probably encouraged people to spend more money because it's just easier mm-hmm. it's free money you just tap your thing and you get right. the thing you know and now i feel like this may i love a good tab bite the- yeah right exactly you don't even think about it somebody else is well, paying for it and now- here's the interesting thing if you think about it every single server on property has their own magic band terminal to collect payment yeah so you know, I mean, it's not just a magic band investment. I mean, you think about it, you know, how many restaurants are on property? Hundreds, right? And so. Right. Yeah. That's what I meant by the infrastructure, even. Like, you took RFID readers, though. They, even well, all, that's the, in your phone. Like all the custom uh, ding in places and every, like those are more expensive than than just an RFID chip. Why are you getting Bordeaux over here? I'm getting sleepy. Oh, well, then yeah. we'll send it. We, yeah. I think we've You know that. how much public reading I've done? I'll I just, I've much. never <laughs> used Apple Pay in my life. And I've had it on, like... I use it all the time. I, never, I mean... Oh, and man. And there's something that... And I know I'm a pro tip a, for Apple Pay. I'll get to after this. This is a this is a Disney fan thing, but I kind I mean, I'm one of those that likes the Magic Band. I like that, uh, that I... You know, when they first came out in 2013, the year that Years of Steel came out... They were actually selling shirts that said, I'm with the band, and it had a match because it was the year yep. they did yeah. just an old. I mean, there was like a sense of identity because yep. nobody else was doing that. Now it, it didn't even last 10 years. Yeah, the Lego movie uh, ride, the Lego movie uh, show they do at Legoland will have to adjust because it, it's all about it's magical tracking bands that yeah. are that can turn you into evil robots. Even so. Jurassic <laughs> World kind of made fun of them. But. So wrap this up and tell us the Apple Pay. Apple secret. Pay life hack, Will. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pre-order anything using Apple Pay that doesn't automatically charge. Mm. I had a collectible that I ordered. I used Apple Pay. A couple months passed. I didn't get my item. Called up the retailer. I said, hey, these are shipping. Why have mine not shipped? They're like, oh, your credit card was declined. Mm. I said, why was it declined? And they were like, I said, I've been using the same credit card with you guys. Uh, I'm using Apple Pay. They're like, oh. It's because Apple, when you pay, you only are using a credit card. It changes your number. Ah. 
Oh, and that number right. expires after the purchase. So when they went to go charge the card, the card was no longer existed. Mm. So I, then they eventually made it right. But it was a uh, it made me nervous. I'm like, yeah, we sold out. Sorry. But eventually they made it right. But still, fun thing. That is, that is. I thought you were going to say it's a, like a here's a good thing to do. No, negative. An, it's a way reason not to. Such a Debbie Downer show. You know, mm. Debbie to Downer today. Debbie D Debbie to Downer today. How about that? It's Friday. It'll get better. One day It'll we'll have, pass. One day we'll have an antidote. We will. And a yeah. rifty chip. Yeah. And a rifty right chip. All together in one on your skin. RFID. Oh, I like that. RFID. RFID. Which if we, I don't know. When that comes, I will Hi, officially. I'm rifty chip. <laughs> I will only refer to it as the hidden Mickey from now on. Mm-hmm. Oh, the chip. The chip. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's not the mark of the beast. I would it's call the hidden it. Mickey. Or the chip and Dale. Terry just admitted that Disney is the Antichrist. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's get into that discussion. Let's All open right. up another hour. Uh, <laughs> Whenever I see tiny URL, I think it says tiny Earl, and I picture a little cowboy. About that. <laughs> you know, that's the perfect place to end. Like tiny it. Earl. Tiny is, Earl. Sheriff Tiny Earl's here. Hi, I'm Sheriff Tiny Earl. Welcome to my website. Here's my buddy, Rifty Chip. Rifty Chip. Tiny Earl, Rifty Chip. We just invented a cartoon. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's the adventures great of Tiny Earl and Rifty Chip. All right, let's do plugs I'd all around. It. Oh, sorry, Terry, what? I said I'd watch that show. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Saturday mornings on ABC Local. Oh, <laughs> and by Saturday morning, you mean 3.30 a.m. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's real early in the morning. It's like the reprogram. Which, by the way, moving to 8 p.m. Yeah. Moving to 8 p.m. That's a good plug. I yeah. like it. There's my plug. Uh, moving to 8 p.m. July 6th. That means you're going to get it on your evening drive on podcast feeds. So that'd be pretty fun. That's the reprogram. Logan Secular Reprogram Podcast. We're also posting every day the show on my YouTube channel. Go subscribe if you're listening. We're posting WDW today as well. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's just Logan Secular. Smash that bell. Smash the bell. Uh, check out the Montcast. It's available on podcasting platforms. M-O-T-C-A-S-T. Is it me? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, you can listen to the Sasquatch Lounge. It's back. It was back last week. I haven't recorded this week. You guys want to keep going? You want to be guests? Sure. Um, and so the Sasquatch Lounge, where we're finding podcasts are not sold. And uh, my <laughs> book, Emily Moonlight, if you're so inclined, it's about werewolves and vampires and 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 mummies spoiler alert so Did you say uh, vamp for hires yeah i heard that well, too maybe. it's, it's <laughs> a uh, rental vampire <laughs> and uh that's on amazon and amazon uh, kindle so uh, i'd appreciate it gary what you got uh new episodes up of the making elephants fly podcast available everywhere fine podcasts are served and a new one on top of the world because i just uploaded yeah oh that one just got uploaded today. There yeah. you go. Yeah, where Dave Adams uh, besmirches the Spider-Man ride the first 10 minutes. Sacrilege. Dave All right. Any, did Will? Will, what are you plugging, bud? Oh, I thought I was with you with the APM. That's fine. All right, reprogram. Check it out. Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Until next time, I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And Ant-Man would not make any sense in the tree. And I'm Bart Scott. We'll see you on the next show. <laughs>